Welcome to B Movie Breakdown, episode number one hundred and ten. Is that one ten? Bi- is that binary kind of one ten? One one zero. One one zero. Kind of bi- is binary language. Yeah, kind of goes along with the uh, the last few episodes. Cyborgs. Yeah, it's almost we've been on a kick. Cyborgs, and then this one was cyborg-ish. This one is anti-cyborg propaganda. Like, if you're looking for a reason to hate cyborgs, you watch this movie, and that's why you think all cyborgs are bad. This is true. This was the first movie I saw. Corey helped produce this film. I saw this movie. This is the first movie I ever saw in my life. Yeah. You watched it after your mother I was... was 13 years old, you, you watched and it after I saw you, this movie. You watched it after I, your mother was raped and killed. I didn't see a whole movie until I was 13. <laughs> that's a blatant fucking lie. You saw this movie when you were, like, a day old. A day old? Yeah. That, that would be impossible. I would have had to have been a time-traveling baby. Or a time traveler came back to you and showed you this film. Oh, this is true. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe future you came back in time oh, and, like showed you, and showed you this movie. It's like a flash situation. Basically, any good paradox. Oh, yeah. Barry Allen came back and showed me this movie. Yeah. He, he knew he wanted me to hate cyborgs for the rest of my fucking life. Because you already hated cyborgs, so you made it come true. You could have made a decision where you could have loved cyborgs, but you hated them so much you couldn't allow it. I could, but like I wasn't allowed to. Barry showed me this movie when I was a baby, and I was like, "Oh my god!" No, it wasn't Barry; it was the, you. No, it was, it was Barry Allen. No, but yeah, Barry Allen didn't come back to talk to you at all. It did. You're not worth Barry Allen's time. Damn it! That's sorry. Anyways, the B Movie Breakdown is a weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment in low budget, lesser known film of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Each week's movie will be revealed on the prior episode at the end, so you too can join in on the madness. I'm Corey. You know my name. Cyborg Nick. That's not. And you can listen to us if you subscribe on iTunes, on our website, bnbpodcast.com, or on Stitcher, or wherever else you get podcasts. Podcast Addict, or whatever the fuck you get your shit on your phone. You remembered, yeah, Podcast Addict. Little phone there. Uh, Um, You can reach us on our site, bnbpodcast.com. Our email address, bnbpodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at bnbpodcast.com. Check us out on Facebook. Just search B Movie Breakdown. Okay, we can, we can, you can call me Cyborg Nick if we rename the podcast Cyborg Nick featuring Asshole Corey. No. All right. Well, if you want an unofficial name, that's the name of the podcast. That's not. That's not. It's my, unofficial. I'm anti Cyborg Corey, and you're Cyborg Nick. <laughs> I'm glad you gave yourself a worse nickname. ACC. They call me ACC. No Slater. one calls you that. ACC Slater. No one calls you that. Nobody calls you. Well, I guess you call yourself that. That's, that's what they call but me. But I guess you're nobody. ACC so. Slater. That's what they call me. Nobody calls you that. Yeah, that's what they call me at school. You don't go to that kind of school. At Bayside. That's not the kind of schooling you're involved in. Yeah, I in. go to Bayside. No, you don't. Anti-cyborg Bayside. My best friend Zach Morris. He hates cyborgs too. Yeah, where you they, yeah they teach your their bigoted views toward cyborgs. Yeah, blame principal building. <laughs> yeah, I will. I'll write him a letter. Anyways, this week's movie, uh, we'll tell you about in just a second, but Nick, I believe you do have, uh, some, uh, some plugs this week. I have a little plug that I can get uh, out of the some way. Some plugs beyond the website plugs. Correct. I've been uh, releasing no. comics for the past, but when this comes up, I'll have seven comics up that you can read. You can get them out in one little sitting. If you could chime in as we're recording this, you would be able to know that they're up already, but we aren't able to do that, so... When this comes up, um, you can go to scatterville.com, read some stories I have illustrated and written. Each one's from a different universe. One of them has some robots in it. 
doing mundane average robot things. Might be talking about relationships. Oh. For a page. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's exciting. They're robots, though. They're not cyborgs. That can come later. But this is a little taste because I'm going to be releasing more comics in the future. So it's a little, this is a little preview, seven, seven day preview. Little tease. Little teaser. Yeah. Little titty tease. Little scatter tease. Scatter tease. No titty, no, you're not talking about titty teases. Leave the titty talk for after I'm done plugging my fucking website, please. Then you can talk about all the titties you want. Scatter tease sounds like a website that would be like a ripped apparel type of thing. Go, yeah, or go, so, go on scatter tees and get your t-shirts. Oh, tees, true. I'm just thinking sexual things. Like, oh, whoa. Like a scatter tees. Anyways. Just like porn, just scatter no, all over the site. Just I like mean, gives you little, one second little clips, you just scatter all over. Yeah, I think you should be... Um, or like scat. What are you I, thinking like I think you for? should be on the little email device, emailing the patent office to patent that idea <laughs> with the U.S. government. I should. You should. Okay. But yes, scatterville.com. You can type it in, click it. Scatterville.com. Scatterville.com, yeah. Scatter, how it's it's exactly how it sounds. Scatterville.com. www. Scatterville.com. All right, just make sure World Wide Web, that's where it's at. Most web browsers, I mean, I don't know where else would it be. Would it, would it be in outer space? What else is in outer space? Uh, what else is in outer space? Aliens. Yeah. And you know what kind of aliens? All different kinds. They're physical they have physical forms or they're just electronic <laughs> forms. Like, they're physical. They're real rough with you. <laughs> they get real physical. <laughs> real the physical ones in this movie get real physical with yeah, you. They'll tear, they do. tear, they tear do. your pieces apart yeah. and just use them for bat wings on a robot bat thing. So, uh, anyways, the movie we watch this week is 1999 film Virus starring Jerry Jerry Lee Curtis. That's not a <laughs> Jerry Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. William Baldwin, Donald Sutherland, and a uh, did she, bunch of other Did people. she fuse with a, a 50s rock star? Yes. The killer, Jerry Lee Lewis? <laughs> Jerry Lee Lewis. Lewis, yeah. Jer- Jerry Lee Curtis. Fused with, the, Jerry, yeah. with, with the killer. Yeah, she's gonna um, she's gonna play him in a movie. That's fun. So I, look forward, the, I look forward to... Jerry Lee Lewis movie starring Jamie Lee Curtis. I hope she's been brushing up on her piano skills. She has been eating all the Activia. Yeah, what if... Uh, what if one of the characters in this movie play the piano i can't play any music that would have been neat the robot <laughs> yeah the robot he already go, yeah goliath well, th- well let him hear i know we'll no but i mean like goliath. i don't talk about how i wish he played music in this podcast so i want to talk about it now what if he was like playing this like like phantom of the opera yeah they just go down and he's like and his flashlight eyes light up and then he was just like get out of here and his really creepy No, he'd be like, voice. do you like my song? Like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Goliath the musical. Uh, <laughs> Let me, as he's playing from his, as he's playing from his hymnal. Don't worry. One day we'll make a, religious. one day we'll make a virus musical and we'll go on Broadway. It'll be a hit. We'll have a giant Goliath I can't, thing on stage oh, at the you, end. Oh, you want something like, oh, wow. Yeah, it'll be the next, yeah, it'll be the next, um. A Spider-Man musical. The next, the next, the next no, I was going to say the next Wicked. Oh, the virus. Next wicked. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It could be. It could be the next uh, Hamilton. It could be. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna top Hamilton. All right. Well, I hope you're working on your music, your songwriting skills. I am. I got the Lin Manuel what Miranda Manuel guy who does the Hamilton. I got him doing the music for it, writing the songs. I don't think you do. I have my doubts. Believe it or not. Yeah, I mean, I can't even pronounce. I don't even know his name. I don't know the order. Yeah, I hope you didn't call him and talk I, to him like that. Hey, Mister Mister Manuel 
I don't know blah, the blah, order blah. in which the words in his name go. Uh, All so right, Corey. That's that's fine. Why did you just say my full name? You can bleep it out if it's you gonna, want. We're gonna have to bleep that. Bleep bleep bloop. So uh, yeah, this week we watched 1999 film Virus. It was a giant box office bomb. Seventy five million dollar budget, grossed fourteen million dollars. Did not do so. The well. The only kind of bomb it was was the kind of bomb that blew up my happiness center in my brain. It should have done better. It should have done better. Sit back, relax, go out, watch Virus if you want to. Maybe ahead, or you uh, just stay at home. We're gonna go out to <laughs> go out to the, go out, go just, rent it from the video store if you still yeah, have those. Go out to some places, yeah, go family out, video or something. Go out to your, your local Bob Bardash. I just want to throw it out there because it's <laughs> yeah. dead, and half these people haven't heard of Bob Bardash probably. This is true, but it was a good thing. It was a good thing. It was like an archive of movies there. It was nice. Yeah, yeah. It's gone. Gone. Bye bye. Local history. Bye. So, uh, bye bye to virus in 1999. No, we say bye bye. You say hi hi. That's not good. No, that's that terrible. Say. That's terrible. I still stand by it. <laughs> so right, we say bye bye. You say hi hi to virus. Today's episode. So you gotta own it with confidence. It's the best of the worst. Spoiler alert, that's the virus. Humans. Kind of, but the virus was also an alien life form. No, but virus is humanity. You know who else taught us that virus is humanity? No. Scooby-Doo. Well, this podcast is over. (laughs) It taught us that the real monsters are humans. Because they always reveal the monsters to be a person. It's true. And I've loved Scooby-Doo. I've watched every episode like five times. Yeah. Wow. They're, but I mean, like, that it's just like a dull moment. Yeah. But like... The real monsters are humans. Humans. Humans are the real monsters. I learned that. I learned that today. Yep. Except if it's a live-action movie where they just want to fuck it all up. Uh, they, 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 the monsters get... They were real monsters. And the first one or the second one? I don't know. There's some fucking machine that made monsters real or something. I don't know which... I only, I remember seeing the first one and it was alright. I didn't hate them because I like Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. That was alright. I just don't... That's, I We're not talking about Scooby-Doo the movie, though. Or Scooby-Doo Monsters Unleashed. That was the second one. That's probably the one with monsters. Yeah, where they just, just throw, like, Cause whatever. Because this first one was at an amusement park, and it was whatever. much more, like, Scooby-Doo-like. And it was yeah. somebody behind it all. And the other one was just like, let's just have fucking shit running around. What if it was, like, Ghostbusters? Which Ghostbusters? Not that all women won. Oh, my lord. <laughs> Oh my lord! <laughs> oh, I thought my. that's what you set me up for. I thought that was the setup. Well, I did want to give you a platform to hate on women, so you can do that now. <laughs> well, we'll hate on women while we talk about virus, because there's only two. If only we movie. if only we could have recorded the conversation we had earlier about you hating women. Whoa, that, that never happened. You well, just you know. put, put words in my mouth. I don't know. You, uh, I mean, I'm just saying. Well, speaking of women. The star of this movie... He didn't actually talk about how he hated women. No, I didn't. He talked about how he despised them. Oh, my lord. Um, the... One of Remember the, when you told me, like, women were the virus? Uh, one, <laughs> Jesus. 
one of the main women in this movie was like the ultimate scream queen herself, Jamie Lee Curtis. It's true. Uh, I feel like she did this because before this, she hadn't done a horror movie in a long time. And then did she did she have an itch to scratch? Maybe. And then 1998 rolled around, and it was Halloween H two O. Oh, it tapped into that. So like this was like her like horror movie after Halloween H two O. Ride the ride the horror train. She was like on that like little high because she didn't she didn't do another one until she was in Halloween Resurrection for fifteen minutes and she dies. Which is like what a waste of a usage of any character. It's true. Uh, Laurie Strode just eh, see you later they should have just made her the killer did that ever happen I didn't watch all the Halloweens no she's not the killer in any of them why couldn't she become like the killer that'd be cool although we're not, we're not talking about Rob Zombie though didn't she get locked up didn't she Rob Zombie's Halloween the second one she's not in it no but I mean her character is my point oh Laurie Strode yeah she like, goes like cuckoo yeah. cuckoo for point. Cocoa Puffs right at the end this is true but uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. But, I mean, like, Jimmy Lee Curtis was riding pretty high 90s. Sure. My Girl, My Girl 2, True Lies. Doing good. Fierce Creatures. Sure. House Arrest. Yeah, my favorite. Everybody loves House Arrest. Yeah, I watched that one. I Honest, just watched that yesterday. Honestly, when it was on, like, HBO and stuff back in the 90s, I used to watch the fuck out of House Arrest. Cool. It was cool. The um, kids, they put their parents in a basement. They could do whatever they want, have fun. Never they're, seen they're it. locked down in there. Never seen it. Oh. Well, was, we, we should watch it for the podcast. It's kind of cheesy. We could. I And I liked it because Christopher McDonald was in it, and he was Shooter McGavin and Happy Gilmore. So that made you happy. Yeah, and Jennifer Love Hewitt's in it. All those childhood connections yeah coming together yeah it's a it's a good good a little, kid, good, little spider web of house kids movie where they lock their parents who are struggling in their marriages in the in a basement they keep them making them sort of their problems you know it's just things you can do to people you can trap them in a basement for days yeah days it's yeah. literally like a week grown adults yep yep because kids there. have had a fucking they've had enough yep they're sick of it they want to live their own lives they do just like the virus wanted to live its own life. It was living its own life. It was aware. It was aware. It even told them that at one point in time. When you, well, yeah. When you talk to a, uh, an extraterrestrial entity that is an electronic being, you talk to it through the computer. <laughs> at first. First you gotta change the language on the computer. Yeah, because um, if it's a Russian-specific research vessel it has a button for like six different languages to translate to, to switch over the entire computer yeah i mean i don't know i'm not a russian it took forever to scroll through all of them it did it like in like russian was like in one slot and the english was right next to it but it had to go through all the other options before it hit to the english which made me because like nadia spoke russian she could have just been like i'm gonna use the computer and i'll translate for you yeah or all this, yeah. But then it would have, like, then it would probably would have responded in Russian. Yeah, but then she so would. So like, oh, basically, basically, the only reason why that was cut down was so the viewer could understand what the machine was saying. Yeah. Because like, not but like, why Nadia has already been waging a fucking war against this thing? Like, why did she want to? Why are we wasting time talking to it if she's like around now? Like, because she maybe, was still tied up, right? Because because maybe she never th no uh, was she loose yet? They let her. They decided that she wasn't. Yeah, she was loose because 
That was when the captain, they pushed him down, and Jamie Lee Curtis is like, you're not the captain anymore. And then he just snapped. And he's like, oh, you pushed me. You, how dare you? Remember, that was really weird. That it he was. was like, so offended. That's, well, that's he when he pushed. was, that's when he snapped. I mean, he already snapped in the beginning when he was putting a gun in his No, mouth. but like he had, he had, his reality <laughs> changed when he got pushed. Like he was this guy. Then he's just like, well, whatever. Well, whatever. I spent all my money on uh, a cargo that I didn't insure. And I'm going to take it during not through non-conventional shipping lanes to the ocean, which means no ships are going to come by and find you because they don't do that. And there might be a typhoon coming. Because we don't check the fucking weather reports. That's literally how this movie starts. They they are towing cargo. Unexp- we never never told what this cargo is. It's precious. The captain, played by Donald Sutherland, Captain Everton, he is, has spent all of his money... On this cargo. He's invested all of his money into this cargo. And hired this crew who signed on for this trip based on the fact that if they made it, they would get 1% of this cargo. The money from this cargo. Yeah. 1%. Wasn't wasn't those guys 1% but like Richie was like 10%? No. They threw a lot of percents around when they were... No. He said... Because Steve or Stevie... That's just what Squeaky call him. I even wrote down, fuck Stevie. I mean, if you want to fuck Stevie, that's your business. Anyways, Steve mentions at one point like, oh, so we're all going to get 1% when they're talking about figures later. Well, we'll get to that. And he's like, no, I'll up it to 10%. Each of you. So like, they were all going to get 1%. How much money I just thought was, Richie was getting more. How much money was his cargo? I don't know how much you can, how much value, like, flip-flops going to Target are. <laughs> it just look like wood was falling out of those crates. They're just shipping carts. That, like, who knows from what, from where they were going. And why do they have such a small boat to tow that giant fucking liner? Right across the ocean? Like, <laughs> how far are we going? Makes literally no sense. I don't know. I have no idea. And then, he, and then he. Had it is. All... It is a good thing though. That that's that's the that's the most unrealistic part of the film. <laughs> well, and the fact that this crew signed up one, being that the the part of the crew had already worked with this guy before and they knew how shitty he was. Some of the crew knew him. Uh, the the driver of the boat. Mm-hmm. That guy had worked with him for like twenty years. Uh, I, I have a feeling Richie had some sort of relationship with him yeah, prior. Yeah, before. But Steve and Squeaky. Why do we not get a better name? When do we never got a real name for Squeaky? Because he's Cuban. Because all Cuban people are Squeaky. No, I mean, that's just why he doesn't get a real name. His, they can't pronounce his actual name. And he so. died first. So they just call him Squeaky. So, died first. It's because the Americans can't pronounce his Spanish name. Yeah, it's so true. Like, we'll just call you a Squeaky. That's true. I know Americans. I know how it works. They don't, they don't weren't American. I know. Nadia wasn't American. Nadia wasn't part of the goddamn crew we're talking about. <laughs> She never even got to meet Squeaky before he was a cyborg. No, she saw him with his cyborg guy. He was really creepy when he was a cyborg. He only had a cyborg like piece of his face. They didn't change his whole body. No, they didn't. But he was like plugged in though. Like his yeah. wires, his back was jacked into the main system. Yeah, he was like connected with. Yeah, the mainframe. Yeah, with the mainframe. The virus. That's not the virus. Humanity is the virus. No, it was the virus. Anyways, the captain, he, didn't, he had this precious cargo that all these people were going to get. 
all their their whole livelihoods depended on this trip. It did. And he didn't insure this cargo. Nope, because that makes sense. He and was so, he was betting a lot. So when they drive through this typhoon that I'm sure they could have figured out that this was going to happen in the, you know, it just wasn't going to be like a thing. I mean, I'm not a meteorologist, so I don't know how typhoons can just appear out of nowhere. Maybe they can. Maybe it was maybe tsunamis, but this wasn't a tsunami. No, they said it was a typhoon. Yeah. And it destroys the cargo, and he's so upset with himself that the next scene is literally him with a gun in his mouth. Well, I, and then staring at it and putting it towards his well, head. Well, I told you, because at first they show a picture of him, and I thought it was his daughter, but I guess it was his son. It could have been. Because then he was looking at a picture of his son. So, like, you just imagine a lot of bad things have happened to this guy, and just to top it off, mm-hmm. he's lost his... Because if you have bad luck... When you're going across the ocean, you don't insure your cargo with your life savings on it. It's a good idea. Yeah. It's a life lesson to all you kids listening. If you're going to take a boat across the ocean and you're going to use all your life savings to pay for the cargo, don't get any insurance in case a typhoon comes. So then you'll just put a put a gun in your mouth. No, you shouldn't do that, though. It's a life lesson. This movie taught me a lot. This movie taught you a lot? Yeah. What else did it teach you? It taught me... That the Russians have a lot of stuff on their science vessels. This is true. For being its purpose best... was just to talk to the Mir space station, but it had rocket launchers, rockets, all sorts of munitions, different science equipment, a whole a whole laboratory to build m- giant missiles, mechanical robots, and stuff. Like she mentions, like that's where that was a workshop to build robotics. Well, it was yeah, science stuff. Yeah, science stuff. Speaking of stuff, yeah. when they are when they get on the boat and they realize that it's empty and they realize that they could tow this boat and trade it in and get 10% of its value. Yeah, basically ransom the Russian government. Ransom the Russian government for this boat due to maritime law. They <laughs> they just make up. They can get they can get 10% of what this boat is worth. Why only 10%? I don't know. But they, the captain asks Richie, like, how much, he, run some numbers for me. And he's like, well, there's, like, satellites. These say, he's real specific about the satellites and a few other things. Then he's like, science stuff. 40 labs with, like, so yeah, science stuff inside. Science stuff. And then he's like, probably 200 million. And then everyone's looking at him like, Oh, go up it. You can go higher. And he's like, ah, three hundred million. And they're just all like, three hundred million dollars. He just throws on an extra hundred million dollars. It's in there somewhere. And they're like, oh, we can get thirty million for for all of us, and we'll split it three million each. Yeah, the captain will get the thirty million, and everybody gets no, everybody gets thirty million. Or three million. Everyone gets three million, which is enough. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of money for the people that were expecting zero now. <laughs> yeah, because their whole expedition went to shit. Yeah. Because it shouldn't have been an expedition. It should have just been a simple process of shipping the cargo across the ocean. But whatever. I'm not Captain Everton. I don't know how things are done. No, you don't know how things are done. I'm not familiar with maritime law. But he was. Waters. And they're going to tow this fucking... This thing was massive. Their little tiny boat... I don't... It would have taken... They would have ran out of fuel. They planned... They had fuel. Enough to tow that giant ship 
Oh, the giant ship they found. Yeah. I thought you meant his cargo. He planned, no. he planned real good for that. He yeah. got everything insured. <laughs> uh, he might have had enough fuel for that, but I don't think they would have had enough fuel to tow that giant ship all the way to wherever the hell I they were taking think, it. Well, because they, they turned it on. I think they were trying to make it... They were going to try and just drive it, I thought. And tow their boat? Maybe. I mean, I... Well, they come mentioning how... Oh, the computers and stuff were, like, destroyed, and, like, the engine was messed up, and, like, all this stuff. So, like, how do they even think, what, are they going to spend days out there on sea trying to fix this giant ship? Well, I think it was kind of, well, their boat was sinking, remember? Yeah. So, the only way to do it, they, the plan was not, the plan was to take the main boat they found. Otherwise, they were fucked. Because mm-hmm. of the typhoon they didn't plan for, it fucked up the bottom of their boat. That was a thing. Because it was covered in water. This is true. So it was sinking. But little do they know, when they turn on the ship, they turn the electricity back on. It's such a simple problem to the solution. You know what I mean? Like, through this this thing, the power is off, and things are fine, but what do they insist on doing? Well, they didn't know that that was going to cause a problem. They didn't know, but it did. And when it does, when they turn the power back on, well, we forgot to fucking mention it in the first place. What? The reason how this got here. I think everybody everybody at home has already... I mean, you can go ahead and say it, but they're going to be like, Duh, Corey, we figured it out. It's so obvious. Duh. It's like electrical spaceship in space crashes into the Mir space station and essentially attaches its one of its beings, I assume, because the spaceship keeps going. Yeah, it was like a little baby. It gave so birth it like, or something. Yeah, like attaches one of its beings, uh, the virus, essentially, into the Mir space station, which starts destroying that, and then shoots a beam out of its satellite down into the ship's satellite, and then that's how it gets onto the ship. See, now everybody listening was like, Duh, Corey, we already figured it out. It's Duh, so obvious. Out that, all, that this virus is, is electrical and knows a lot about mechanics and starts building little mini insect robots and things like that and then starts killing people to use their flesh to create more robots and wings for robots. It wants, yeah, it just wants to create life. Which is, I mean, you can just accept it doesn't operate on the same level we do. It's beyond. It's just this fucked up thing. It doesn't know what to do. It thinks humanity is a virus. That's what the name of the movie is about. Humanity. Yeah, it's We're true. We're a virus. We are, we, we are a virus. It was the cure to I humanity. Don't, I don't think so. It wanted to be. I don't think so. It definitely hated us being here. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure because it didn't it tell... It, it said we were a virus and that we were a threat. It doesn't like us. Or maybe it was talking about the specific ass, but I mean, it took out the Russians, so I mean... Yeah. I was going to say, if, we, if the first humans it met was this crew, I wouldn't blame it, to be honest with you. Some of them were all right. Yeah, but they got more all right because they got put in a life and death situation. Before that, they're just blah, blah, idiots. Don't know what we're doing. We can barely function on this boat together. Um, whose name in this movie was Kelly? Because we're looking at the action figures. Wasn't one of them Kelly? Yeah, but wasn't... wasn't Jamie Lee Curtis's character name was Kit Foster. Was it Kit or Kelly? Kit. Is a toy just named Kelly? Maybe the comic was different. Yeah, but, could the, be. but the toys were clearly based off the movie. 
Like they had the toys come out in, to, in connection with the movie. They didn't have the toys come out with connection with the comic. How, but I mean, how many? I mean, that's true. Oh, her name was her name was Kelly Kelly Kit Foster. I thought it was Kelly. So I was reading the IMDb page just as Kit. But I also want to point out as long as because like yeah, there was a uh, toy line. We, you know, you discovered this thing exists, which these little robot creatures as toys is beyond absurd. There should have been more robot toys. I agree. There were a but lot of cyborg of, ones, but no, not full-on robot ones. But a lot of those toys were based on movies that came out, but they didn't look like... Because, I mean, this is Jurassic Park. A lot of those Jurassic Park toys didn't look like the actual characters in the movie. Dennis Nedry did not look like his Dennis Nedry action figure. Remember that action figure? The arms came off? Yeah. Because he came with, you know, because he dies? Yeah. Spoiler alert for Jurassic Park. Dennis Nedry dies. Yeah. Newman doesn't make it. But that looked nothing like Dennis Nedry's, like, black aviators and just, like, a green, like... Sweatshirt. It made no sense. Most toys don't look like the people they're supposed to. But I mean, like now, now they kind of do because of the technology. Yeah, but back then, which is the era I'm talking about, like yeah. they don't, they didn't look, yeah, as close. Like you could make connections if you wanted to. Well, they had toys for this movie. Uh, it included Kelly Foster, Baker, which is Steve, Richie, Captain Everton, Captain Alexi, which I mean, he was his robot was only vaguely right, but I mean, it was something you could uh, make a toy Squeaky out of. and the Goliath machine. And the Goliath also had a Nadia uh, yeah. figure. The Captain and Squeaky were built with their cyborg implants and went in parts to make them look human again. So that's pretty sweet. And all sets, excluding Goliath and Nadia, included one or more firearms. Well, there was a lot of guns. They had a lot yeah. of guns in that small boat, too. Goliath also featured three sound clips of his lines from the film. That's scary as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Goliath is scary. It has some scary lines. Just like, I am aware. I'm sure that's one of them that it said. Yeah. Just like super creepy I told and weird. The screen cap for this needs to be like a picture of Goliath. There's like a lot of mini Goliaths. Like the way this, this, I mean, I already said it's an extraterrestrial being who probably conceives of things different than us. But like it's making life. But humans are already alive. You don't have to do minimal things to like take over a human body to control it, especially with this thing's power. But no, like you said, it would chop them up, rearrange them, then make robot arm parts and stick them together, then mix and match human pieces together, or cover itself in spinal cords and just rib cages amongst this metal harness of things. Yeah. It just was like, you know what, I'm going to take over this planet... I'm going to do it in the most fucked up way possible. It's like, Jesus Christ. Basically. Virus. Like, uh, terrifying. It would build like skull, like cyborg eyeballs, but like put them on like a skull face. But the skull, <laughs> the human skull is like cut in half. There's like no rhyme or reason. <laughs> there was none. Even Captain Alexi like had like a slight face still-ish and its brain still in there. Yeah. And then when it died, it's like spinal cord and skull popped out of its body with like spikes sticking out of its head. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, it didn't know what it was doing. No. It knew it could create life and control things. It just didn't know how to manipulate Like maybe things. there's a planet out there where it came from and that's all that it is, is these like crazy robotic beings. I, I don't even, or like, and why isn't that ship just coming to Earth and just taking over, why, or any planet? Why is it just floating around waiting to like just hit satellites? I'm gonna throw this out there. I just thought of this. What if the ship is on a goodwill mission? Like honestly, what if it's out to do good, and it gets one of its guys gets stranded on Earth and sees how fucked up it is and wants to save the planet and has to wipe us out? Or maybe on that ship, that guy was like the rotten egg. 
See, I doubt it. And he, like, escapes. He's a prisoner on that ship, and he escapes and goes down to Earth. I doubt it, because if it's a and prison... it's like a serial killer. It's like a... It's like a... That was actually a prison vessel. But I doubt it. I just don't go... I mean, I accept <laughs> that it could be a possibility. I just don't buy it. Uh, 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 an electronic cy- cyborg alien prison vessel. I think this guy was was good. I think he was a good guy. I think you I think he was a, I think he was a good guy, and they didn't notice he was missing until they were like twenty five galaxies away. Like, oh shoot, we forgot Bob. Yeah, and but then like you know you know who put you know who helps put um some of those electronic cyborg uh bad guy types on the uh, prison, right? No, what you don't know who? No, who? Oh, Nebula, uh, this is bounty hunter for God. Oh, so he's he's hunting down these guys. Yeah, I mean he's a bounty hunter, so he turns them in for money. Well, yeah, because you know, God gives him a bounty. Yeah, to find these electronic space aliens. So this was Nebula's spaceship. No, basically? this is that he just he goes there sometimes to drop off bad guys. Because I mean, you know, if he's working with heaven, like angels are incorporeal; they can take physical form, but they're incorporeal beings. Yeah. Was the virus actually an angel? No. Oh, it wasn't? No, because, I, like I said, they're bad. Angels aren't bad. Some are bad. They become demons. Yeah, these aren't demons. They I'm, fall with Lucifer. We're, you were not talking about demons. We're talking Lucifer about was an angel. He still know, is an angel. but we're, not, we're just talking about straight-up angels. He was the most beautiful angel. How about straight-up angels? He felt disrespected by There's man. There's a difference between angels and straight-up angels. We're talking about straight-up angels. I don't think there is. I think they're a lot of the same. Yeah, those, I know. I know what you said. Those are the those are the kinds that that are in that Nebula deals with. The straight up angels. Yeah, straight up angels. What's like a straight up angel? Well, what are you doing? That's like a that's like a side. What are you doing here? It's a side story. Nebula and the straight up angels. That's like their album. <laughs> that's his band. That's, his band. <laughs> that's Nebula's Nebula band. has a band. Nebula, the bounty hunter from God, plays. Just imagine that creature a, from that movie we watched last last episode. And he's just playing a guitar. Yeah, in his downtime, he plays. Him and his band play sets outside the pearly gates. So when you get to heaven, you get to see Nebula jamming out next to Saint Peter. And he's like, "Here you go, here you just, go." They're just like, it's like one of those band musical acts you see outside of like a out of a like side of a football stadium or something. They had to audition to get like the spot to be there. Yeah, and then everyone just tosses them a few bucks as they're walking in. What well, everybody? Yeah, yeah, basically it. Everybody's there for heaven, and they're forced to listen to another's band. Is the point? <laughs> like they're they're there for a purpose. They just died. Like, oh. Keep that in mind. They died. Yeah, they're just waiting to get in, and they're just like, "Fuck! I re- wish I was in hell right now." Yeah, and it's like, well, well, I mean, Nebula plays there too sometimes. He can play there if he wants. I, I didn't know he. I'm kind of not really feel Nebula anymore. I didn't know he played gigs in hell. Well, that's just too bad. He's a bounty hunter. He works for money. Uh, yeah, but he's a bounty hunter for for God. Well, yeah. That's his job. He can have free time. Yeah, that's his band. You don't think his free time you don't is think, his band. You don't think Nebula needs connections in hell for his bounties? He, he needs no, to know he people. Yes. He needs to know people. Yes. For, what better yeah. way than to play like the slumlord bars of hell to like meet up with some demons to get some facts? But the straight up angels, like, they're not really feeling the hell gigs. That's fine. If they don't want it, they can leave the fucking band. It's Nebula's <laughs> band. Is it though? Yeah, it is. It's all their band. That's the way I like to think of it. No, this drummers are a dime a dozen. He can get new guitarists. Nebula can play all his instruments, but he likes to sing. He likes to be a showman. Gotcha. You know who can play all the instruments too? Richie from the, this movie Virus. He could do everything. 
He's like an everyman. No, 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 no. Don't throw a tangent about Nebula and his fucking band. <laughs> and then we're going to go back to talking about virus. That's not how it works. You've changed subjects. This isn't about movies anymore. The whole podcast has changed format. It's about Nebula, a cyborg who bounty hunts for God, and then has a sideband with his act, the Straight Up Angels. And that's just what they do. Yeah, the, the, what more do you need to say? That we can't talk about Richie. A I'm... lot, but I'm going to have to be quiet for a second to think about it. So you can talk about the movie podcast. <laughs> I'm going to think about this right now. I'm going to work out, you know, the different bars he plays at in hell. Or how God feels about this. You know Nebula. <laughs> I know you're a bounty hunter and you have to, you know, surround yourself with some unsavory characters. That's how God talks, by the way. Okay. But like, why do you got to play these acts in hell? And Nebula's like, I like the beer. It's like, whoa, Nebula. And God backs off a little bit. Nebula doesn't drink. He's straight edge. Nebula is the opposite of straight edge. No. Oh, Nebula's straight edge now. Yeah. All right, what, what you're witnessing now, this is how religions start. Because <laughs> then your sect believes Nebula's straight edge. We agree to a point, and then we diverge, <laughs> where I think he gets drunk in hell, and you're like, he's straight edge. And that's, one day wars will be fought over that. It's just true. You, you happy about that? Yeah, I am. You just couldn't fucking agree in the beginning? Yeah. Like I, he drank beer? You know, and you know who I want on my side in the war? Richie. Richie? From the movie. Because <laughs> he was an everyman. He knew everything. He was a, he graduated top of his class. He was the best guy. Usually when you're... He was, at, in the, he was in the Marines. Usually when your life is threatened, you read off your like credentials out loud to no one. Yeah, when you're in the robot nursery... Yeah, well, you should not be. You need to get out. Yeah, that was a creepy place. It was scary. Just arms. Yeah. Robot arms just moving everywhere, birth. just building things. Given well, there was, there was that robot nursery. Yeah. Then there was, like, the mega robot nursery. Yes. Where Goliath was hanging out, operating on bodies. Yeah, which is... Yeah. <laughs> Goliath rules. <laughs> because you know what I'm thinking about. Because, like, Goliath is jacked in. Like, everything's connected. So it's all the same thing. It's yeah, the same, well, yeah, it's, it's the all same connected thing. by wires. It's they the mentioned that. Like, if you cut, cut one, cut yeah, the wire. Yeah, you cut it off. It's done. Yeah. So no, no, there's no individual. It's all there's the still the big, it's still the thing. Yeah. All right. So if you're jacked into the computer, do you really have to type on a keyboard to look up brain schematics for a human being you're going to cut apart? Or shouldn't you just be able to activate it? Like, just, just cycle through it? Yeah. Because in the beginning, when they... No, he's typing on the no, computer. He's like, doot, doot, doot. Honestly, though... Might as well put on his fucking reading glasses. <laughs> like, oh. Some of my boop, favorite parts. was watching him type on the keyboard. He's this hulking machine who's typing on a human-sized keyboard. Because his hands were so little. And this room wasn't set up for this. So he had to position these computers there to do this. Sure. So he's like, I need a monitor. I need a keyboard. And he was always scanning brains. Yeah, he was so pumped about human brains. Because he wanted to find out what made us tick and stuff, I guess. He didn't want to find out anything. No, he, he just, just wanted to make things... He just wanted us for parts. He mentioned it. It mentioned it. But, like, all right, this isn't... I, you, you thought you were past this. But, like, what if he was an angel, though? And, like, angels, like, can take corporeal forms in some stories. They, like, inhabit what if, who bodies. Who is an angel? The virus? The point is, if angels came to Earth, what if to interact with Earth, they had to do what he was doing, which was the most fucked up, terrifying thing you've ever seen? Scary. Well, then, Think about that. Then they'd be Dr. Igor fucking Frankenstein. It was a good quote. 
because that's a yeah that was a, that was a, it was one of one of one of many good quotes it was from a good this quote. movie yeah yeah man if that's what angels do when they come to earth what do devils do what do demons do this is fucked up. This is great. Remember when we first saw the cyborg that was with Squeaky behind him? And we thought that was like the robot overlord. And we were super pumped for that. Yeah, that was just a guy. It was just it was the bouncer for the room. It was. He's just like, yeah, he was the bouncer. Yeah. yeah. Cyborg like, bouncer. At first, like, we thought that was like, that's like when you're watching this movie. Like, at first you see this like one robot that looks like this like robot overlord. And you you know nothing until you're introduced to Goliath. Yeah, but like I'm glad we know what to call him because of the toy. Yeah, otherwise we, we wouldn't. He's like that big fucked up guy <laughs> with the skull, haze, the skull face, and like twelve flashlights for eyes, and multiple red red laser <laughs> eyes. And... Where were all these laser pointers? <laughs> yeah, like every creature had like a laser pointer eyeball thing or something. He made like that. he made those. The being um, made those. One of my favorite creations that Goliath made was don't but like Goliath was this entity was. Like, he was that, that vessel. But yeah. was he the actual being? Goliath? No, but no, Goliath was... was making a lot of these things. So, <laughs> but... <laughs> the One of my he favorite was. things that the virus made was yeah. the Bio-Everton. Yeah, that's fucked up. Is it... Captain Everton, once he is, like, essentially defeated... Yes, at least list a plot point. We need once that. he's essentially defeated by his crew... And the mutiny was a success. And they want to bolt, like you know, sink the ship to get rid of all the robots because what 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 can't robots do? They can't survive in yeah. water. They all decide they're on Team Human. They want to save the Earth. Yeah, so they can't survive in water. So the I believe the justification Richie came up with it, didn't he? Because he's yeah. so smart. Like it's yeah. an electrical being, so the water should diffuse it. This is true. So he decides. Well, they all leave the room because they're gonna, like going to go there's figure no, out a solution. There's no proof that would have worked, though. Because, like, he's an extraterrestrial being. You don't know how that would have worked. This is true. So, anyways. So, we... Just saying. Captain Everton stays in the room by himself. And the the computer comes back on. And yeah, the cameras does. are watching him. It does. And he mentions how he's the dominant being. Yeah. And wants to help the virus. And when he goes down to the, tells him what location to go to. So it's like this absurd nursery, laboratory, fucked up bodies, corpses, blood, brains, his friend of 20 years head laying on the table, uh, all just fucked up shit going on in this yeah, room. Yeah. And Goliath is, you know, sitting there operating on who knows what. He talks to the virus and says that he, the virus is like, I want you to help me guide the ship and get to land. Yeah, he wants to be saved. Yeah. M help me make it. Yeah. And so what does the virus do? Yeah, what does the virus do? It turns... The virus... Well, the virus, like I said, if you want to have... But I mean, if you want to have a human body to manipulate so that you can interact with life... Don't you think it'd be easier to just like plug into the back of like his head and to control him or whatever? Yeah. Or or does it make more sense to to um hold on to take a torso from a Russian some Russian um attach 
cut off the, but just the torso, cut off the bottom half, attach these chicken leg claw cyber, cybernetic things, contraptions, and then assemble different groupings of arms, and then cut off Everton's head and put it on top, and give him some flashlights and laser pointers for eyes, and then just, you know, call it a day. And for some reason, like, give him, like, a Joker scar? Why do you do that? Yeah, that was really bizarre. He gave him, the, like, the, the smile, you know? And then, then he stitched it shut! Did he have to crack open his head to put in, like, an implant or something? Oh, and then send him on his way, but still make him wear the captain's hat. He was still wearing his captain's hat. He was. It was. That makes more sense, though, right? He, it was. It was really weird. It like, was like if like, you, like if you were a an electronic being from space and got channeled through the Mir space station into a Russian um, research vessel, and you wanted to make somebody um, something to interact with the world, would you take a captain, do that, and then put his captain's hat on? Because like you're funny. <laughs> Is that like your thing? Like you're telling jokes? And he was so badass when he was in that out. When he when he was by, I thought he was gonna last longer than he did. Yeah, he was taken out so quickly. Yeah, those things weren't very efficient. No, like you, you can take him down. Like you just put a grenade in his torso and he got yeah, blown they in can, half. Yeah, because they can barely move, so it's not like this. Like if it hits you, you're kind of fucked. But like, they're barely mobile. They can't jump around because they're attached to the wire wire that's connected to. And for that the one scene, entity. that's not even that long. Yeah. Donald Sutherland spent six hours in the makeup chair in order to be transformed into Bio Everton. That's the best part. Just thinking that, like, Donald, Donald Sutherland, well, Kiefer's dad, had to be jacked said, into all these things. I wanted to film all of my scenes, which required special effects makeup, in one day so I would not have to go through the makeup application process again. <laughs> He's a veteran actor. Because, you know, you don't know how to look up shooting schedules on the internet. For some goddamn reason, it should be very easy to do. I don't know why you can't do it, but I hope that that like that day was like the first day on set. Nobody really knew anybody. He wanted to get that makeup out of the way, so the first scene anyone has to film is that clusterfuck. That'd be funny. <laughs> this is the movie you're making. Oh my god! <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't realize I signed up for this insanity. Read the script. There's barely any words. Yep, just react. Yep. All right. Yep, you have robot legs. All right. Well, and just the other actors in the room. Like, okay, I gotta <laughs> deal with this. You mean I get to work with prestigious actor Donald uh, Donald Sutherland? Oh, yeah. what are you wearing, Donald? <laughs> um. I mean, the rest of the movie kind of plays out like you would think it would as far as, like, an alien... Uh, on, it's like the movie Aliens, like, you know... Or it's like the movie. The Thing. The thing. Oh, it's like The Thing and Alien mixed together. It's true. It's, uh, you know, they're trying to fight off the, the bad guy, and you get your full final glimpse of Goliath in full, which is pretty impressive. It's good CGI. The full giant robot, when, they, when his legs were CG'd sometimes... It was a pretty decent CGI for being 1999. It wasn't it wasn't terrible. They utilized shadows very well. They did. Yes. Uh, it ends up knock. One part we thought was hilarious. It knocked out everybody except for Jimmy Lee Curtis, and then decided to kidnap her. Yeah, and then torture her for information. Torture her for information because she. It, maybe that's why I didn't kill the other people because if she didn't tell. They could go back for them. They can go back for them and find out because they knew where the detonator was. But like, there's a lot of little flying little critters we discussed, like with human flesh wings they couldn't have carried everybody off to torture this let them sit to regain consciousness not even anybody watching them it's not that smart this thing's fucking intelligent it just doesn't know how to make things very well but i guess it makes them well enough yeah they just 
basically it has an idea. It doesn't understand how, nope. how human bodies work. It has an idea, so then it just has just combines all these elements to make this idea, and like, well, what you get's what you get. And it's not it, my fault. It's got twelve spinal cords on its chest. It's fine. And when it when it kidnaps Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah, and the discussion is absurd. It's just asking her like, "Do you speak English?" And it's like yeah. cr super creepy, crazy voice. Yeah. And well, Steve William Baldwin comes and rescues her, he as does. well as Richie blow, shoots him with a rocket launcher. This is like the climax battle, yeah. basically, and which is ultimately, ultimately Richie's demise because Goliath destroys like part of the ceiling and pieces fall on Richie, and we knew Richie was gonna die. Yeah. He was set up way too badass, way too smart, way too black. Ever since, ever since he found the rocket launcher, I'll address that point in a second. Um, um, once he found the rocket launcher, you knew that was his purpose. Yeah. Once he uses the rocket launcher, he's done. Yeah. And he was the only black man in the film. Yeah. And I was hoping we were, 1999 was progressive enough to give us the swerve, like, oh, he's set up, so we know he's going to die, and he's going to live. You know what movie pulls that swerve? Oh, Cool J in the shark movie. I didn't think he was going to make it. He does. He does. Him and the Punisher. You know what all the, you know what the movie does? It's connected to this movie. What? Halloween Resurrection, Buster Rhymes lives at the end. Yeah, see that—that's when—that's when cinema was able to realize, oh, everybody expects us to kill the black guy because we're shitty. Yeah, it's around the same time. Yeah, so like well, this movie was the, this live. movie was this movie was the game changer. It's a little before. Wait, this one pushed him over the edge. Because they killed Richie. That was my point. This didn't, yeah. this didn't solve anything for any issues for representation in media. It was like, we're going to make this guy awesome, badass, Deep and black. Blue came out the same year. I'm going to fucking kill him. Same year as this. Well, if you were able, yeah, to, look up, man, we, if you were able to look up shooting schedules, I bet one was filmed first. I'm not going to do that. Because you can't. I can look up to see what movies were filmed. What, can you? Look I don't want to. Oh, you don't want to. Because you don't want to internet. Nope. Checkmate. Checkmate. That's what Nadia said before she killed Goliath. It was nice that you made that apply to the conversation. Your little checkmate. Yeah. That was good. Before she thought she killed Goliath. Because you kept Everyone killing. kept thinking they killed Goliath. Until... Because I think... Until, I th they, until they have to go to the missile room. Yeah. Where... Because um, Richie tells them that at the last, last minute before he dies. Like, go to the missile room. That's how yeah. you're going to get out. Because he's rigged this... It's pretty fucking intense. <laughs> It's so it, absurd. I mean, the movie's pretty over the top as far as like, because it's like robots and killing machines. And it's like, whatever. But like, that's pretty normal oh, compared it's... to how they get out of the ship. Yeah. Because that almost like, that like takes the movie to like another level. This is where Richie's a badass, So dude. he's rigged, because when they go to the missile room the first time, they see these like two like ejection type of things. And so it's really for missiles. Yeah. So what he does is, he sets up like a missile, but just like the engine from a missile on one of them. Yeah. And then a chair on another where you can strap yourself in. Yeah. And so that, and it's tied to the other thing. So the missile. It's two little, it's two like tunnels next to each other. So he has like the missile tied, gets launched out of the one. Yes. And it goes off. Yes. It and does. then it pulls the other thing and launches oh, it out it with it. Off. Oh, it goes off. And Jamie Lee Curtis off so hard. and William Baldwin. Go flying out of the ship, and it is so insanely absurd. It is just like yeah. And then attached to their thing, yeah, it's the whole thing. Is yeah. a pull string that's attached to 
a fuck ton of grenades and missiles and bombs and rockets and all the fuel that's spilling in the fucking ship and everything. Yeah, that was a plan. They and released fuel to blow it up. And that's ultimately how they destroy the virus. Yeah. And one thing I wanted so bad... What did you want so bad? Because you get to see Goliath's, like, fucked up crazy skull face, laser eyes, flashlight face, right before the bombs go off. Like, he looks over, it's like, like, this oh fuck moment. Yeah. And I really just wanted Goliath in the deep, brooding, like, virus voice just to go, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And then the explosion happened. That would have just topped it off. Instead, we get this Australian captain from a boat nearby go, well, that's one hell of a flare. Yeah. It's like our on D talking about a knife. And then they have their J- Then they have their Friday the 13th moment. Which is so weird, like the final scare. Yeah, it's like it's like they they did the final, the like in Friday the 13th when uh, she's in the boat at the end and Jason comes up out of the water and grabs her and then they realize... It's a horror it, trope, it the was final a dream. scare. Yeah. So then there's another thing like that where Jamie Lee Curtis is like floating in the water and she sees the one character, Nico, who we really didn't talk about. He really didn't have much going on. No, he... Not really, no. No, the guy with face tattoos. That's about it. Yeah. He... And he died. Well, his only, his only main part was... This is very quick. Because, um, like, they had their little tugboat, and they had the big boat. They were parked next to each other. Once the um, oh, the, uh, once the, the entity came on, it dropped an anchor through the boat to, like, sink it, to, like, fuck him up. And when that happens, he gets his leg, like, splintered, and he gets hurt. So then they have to jump in and save him, and it's a whole thing. Little yeah. character play. Some characters are honorable. Some are shitty. You know, it's... Bullshit, dumb bullshit, you know. Well, yeah, she thinks she sees him, like, that he survived, and yeah. she's like, Nico, Nico, and then, yeah. like, he's like, his face is all fucked up, and he's like, ah! Why would he do that if he wasn't a robot person? That was, His face wasn't a robot, like, cyborg guy. No, it was, like, melted, it was, like, just a dead person. It was, like, a zombie, almost. Yeah. And he was just like, ah, I gotcha! She's like, she oh, wakes it was, up. it was foreshadowing, because he's in Fear the Walking Dead. Because he's not Fear the Walking yeah, Dead. Yeah, it's true. So... Yeah, and then it wakes up. She wakes up, and she's in the helicopter with William Baldwin, and they're being rescued. And, and it's movie, just over. The movie's just over. There's nothing else. This is done. Yeah, it's kind of a disappointing ending. I mean, the end, the spectacle of the end was cool. The very tail end of the movie was kind of a letdown. It's more. I mean, it's a we're describing it, but it's very visual because these monsters are fucked up and they're awesome. This is true. You know what? It's movies like this that give cyborgs a bad name. Well, I mean, I think the studio knew that this movie wasn't going to do so great because it was originally supposed to be released since the summer of 1998. Yeah. And it was pushed to January 1999. Wow. I mean, January, February is a lot of times wasn't, movies Wasn't I die. bitching? All those effects were wasted. You could have had a more solid story with, like, more, like, in-depth characters that you could care about. Like, horror movies don't have to be made where the characters are garbage. You can have characters that do stuff and matter. But, like, it didn't. It was just like, this is the purpose of the movie. Now it's happening. It happened kind of how you thought, and now it's over. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about how the CG was pretty legit. The guy who's a vi- the guy who directed this movie was a visual effects uh, director for uh, Poltergeist, a movie we were discussing before the podcast. Ghostbusters. That's got ghosts in it, right? That one does too, right? Yeah, Ghostbusters, uh, Fright Night, Poltergeist 2, The Abyss, Terminator 2, Batman Returns, those Cliffhanger, are, those True are, Lies. Those he are worked with um, Cameron a lot. T two three D battle across time. Good friend to have. Titanic. That uh, one. Avatar. Ki- that one kind of has ghosts in it. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. 
So, uh, like, it was just that time where people loved boat movies. We were talking about this and Deep Rising and Ghost Ship and then Titanic was there. It's like, uh, people see, people just love movies. And in that late 90s, everyone wanted movies the, with water. Yeah, just lots of water. <laughs> yeah, lots of water. Speed 2 Cruise Control, I don't know when that came out necessarily, but but still. It's because uh, it's the economy uh, was doing was doing well. People had more money. They got to think about going on go, yachts. They could just go spend on giant cruises and yachts. Yeah, and, yeah. Drive their gas guzzlers yeah. to the port to yeah. hop on the yacht. Just drive their Hummers onto their yachts. Yeah, onto their yachts. Yep. Just to go across. And then just keep the, the Hummer street. running while it's on the yacht. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well, good. you have somebody drive. If the yacht's big enough, you have somebody drive the Hummer around the yacht. Yeah, it's true. Get as much you know CO2 in the, the air as uh, possible. The Goliath robot was approximately nine feet tall. He's the, huge. The one they built. Good, I'm glad you mentioned him again because I wanted to make a point. And he weighed an estimated 4,000 pounds. I wanted to make a point. This is still on the point I wanted to make that I would have forgotten about. Because they did... We mentioned how easy it was to beat the shit out of the smaller robots. Yeah. So like, the ultimate solution was, I want to beat the biggest fucking robot I can. Yeah. It's going to be weigh 4,000 pounds, 9 feet tall. I'm going to give it 8 cyborg... I'm going to give it 8 skulls in it somewhere. You'll see them if, when the light hits it. The company that put together Goliath... Like based off of the initial drawings, only had three and a half months to make that giant nine feet tall, four thousand pounds. Do thing. you know? Do you know how in Poltergeist, like accidentally, there was like real human body parts used for like the some of the the corpses and stuff. Yeah. Do you think that was true with Goliath? Were those real human spinal cords attached to his front? Yeah, it was the little girl from Poltergeist. It wasn't her. What? Are you, it was a full-grown human spinal Another cord. Or camp or whatever it Why did was. you have to make this weird and bring an actual deceased girl into this conversation? Because I like deceased girls. Wow. There's a quote to have on the internet, too. Got a good list. I hope you got your scorecard at home. Wow. This podcast began about me talking about the real conversation we had about you hating women. And now you talk about a dead girl uh, and how much you like them. Apparently this movie... Just don't gloss over that. You said that. That happened. So carry on. Girls are... Are, are what? What are girls, man? Uh, well, I'm a boy and there's girls all over. Like, why does it have to be like a little girl? Why do you have to make it seem like that? Because you said the little girl from Poltergeist. She was. She didn't get to grow up, you sicko. She did. In ghost form. That's not even real. This is all just nonsense. That's, and then she died as a ghost when she got older as a ghost. What? She she had a ghost death? Yeah. Did somebody burn her bones? Sold him? How does this work? What do you mean? She just ages like you do when you're a person, but she aged as a ghost. That's not just, how it works. She got too old. That's not how it works. They had a ghost funeral for her. So then what happens there? Well, they put it next to her little casket, but it was a big casket this time. What? So her ghost... She food. wasn't part of the mortal realm anymore. Yeah. Why was there a casket involved? Because <laughs> the ghosts still have funerals. They're still civilized. What? What are you talking about? All right. Okay. All right. Okay, yeah. All right. uh, one thing I was trying to mention before oh, was apparently here? this movie is before very... Before you got distracted by ghost, this, ghost appara death? Apparently this movie is very reminiscent of the movie Moontrap. Starring Bruce Campbell, and but um, instead of a boat, it's on a spaceship. And I was just looking up shit from Moontrap, and holy fuck, it looks awesome. Well, it's a space the shuttle astronauts are lured to the moon by alien robots needing human parts. Well, 
Yep. Can we change what movie we'll watch? How easy can you find that? How easy can I find Moontrap? Yeah. We're basically just going to watch the same movie again? Yeah. Yep. Just look it up and we'll see. I think we should get to Moontrap another time. Really? Because, like, the movie we're going to watch, I've seen once. Or twice, or like eight times, and I just don't remember it as it well. It says the full movie's on YouTube, but I don't know how quality... I've never seen like Moontrap before, and it sounds awesome. As you're looking, I'm just going to have a little little monologue, a little talk, about how this movie does... Not all cyborgs... This is like anti-cyborg propaganda, I'm going to throw it out there. Because you can't think of more evil uses of cyborgs. They look so disgusting. Oh, it's like, it's, sorry, it's like super zoomed in. Okay. Like, that far zoomed in. Well, that's not going to work. Yeah, that's not going to work. So, Moon Trip, we'll have to wait till another time till we can find is it. Is that actual. Netflix? No, it's just not keep, Netflix. Just keep doing research as a podcast are, is happening. No, I'm not going to do that. That's fine. They, it's a little behind the scenes. But Moon Trip, Moon Trip looks pretty sweet. So, that's a thank you virus trivia for uh, introducing us to Moon Trip so we can watch it. But... Not only that, but there was a video game that was created for this movie. It was, was loosely it called... based off the movie, and it was released in Europe only for place for PS1. That seems bizarre. It's called Virus It Is Aware. And it was a survival horror game similar to like Resident Evil in concept and Tomb Raider in control. The game had little to do with the film apart from the introduction and ending cinematics, which feature creatures infesting a ship and a space station, respectively. The game actually follows a female police officer, Joan, trapped in an infested hotel along with her partner, Sutter. The game is general, generally poorly regarded and has since fallen into obscurity. That sounds like they are they're already making a video game. And they got the rights to use virus. <laughs> it totally is. And just slapped it on there. It totally is what happened. That's exactly 110%, what happened. 110% exactly what happened. Yeah. And we mentioned before, um, this was a comic book. It was a Dark Horse comic book as well. Yeah. Just for, uh, five issues. So, uh, and the, gra the graphic novel is out there. It exists still. Uh, not in print, necessarily, currently. So, uh, you just have to buy it. But like, you can find it like 10 bucks on eBay. Yeah. Amazon had for like 13 New, yeah, brand so like, new. So uh, I'm ex I'm excited to, because it'd be awesome to own to buy because it's just a quick kind of thing. But I do feel if I read it, I mean, it's gonna be basically what I watched. Yeah, like, I don't think there's gonna be any more to yeah. it, but there might be. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Uh, one thing I wanted to to end on, kind of here, yes. is uh, during an interview uh, with Jamie Lee Curtis, IGN did. She said the following about virus. Okay. Rob Reiner for his 40th birthday had a bad show business party. Where everybody brought show business clips. Uh, a bad a bad show business party. I said bad show business party. Yes. It sounded weird. Yeah, no, you're fine. Bad show business party where yeah. everybody brought show business brought bad show business clips. Robbins was playing a hippie on Gomer Pyle in 1964, singing Blown in the Wind. And she said, Virus is so bad, it's shocking. That would be the all-time piece of shit. It's dreadful. That's the only good reason to be in bad movies. Then when your friends have bad movie parties, you say, ah, oh, I got the best one. I'm bringing virus. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. I'm like how she said, it's so bad that it's shocking. <laughs> that it would be the, be the all-time piece of shit. It's dreadful. I Unfortunately, mean, I don't think it's that bad. No, maybe. it's not that bad. Her career 
It's not the greatest movie. Well, no, it's at the bottom of the barrel for her, 100%. Yeah, you, I mean, there's worse. Yeah, there's, but still. there's Nebula 2. She wasn't... Nebula? I just meant worse. Oh, Nebula 2 wasn't a thing. Nemesis 2 was a thing. Yeah, that's not a Jimmy the Curtis movie. No, but I just meant movies in general. Oh, I just, I'm, I'm talking about Jimmy the Curtis movies. Like, she has way better movies. Her, like, this is this could be down on the barrel of her movies, even. Yeah, I think you this know? one is, is just above True Lies. <laughs> So I just wanted to add that in there that she yeah. was excited that she was at this party where people were talking about bad movies they were in and she was excited to have to be able to bring a clips from virus. Oh, celebrity parties. Oh, Jamie Lee. Yeah. It's fun. I agree. Now she just does yogurt commercials. She can do whatever she wants. I think she writes books too. Books are fun. Yeah. People read. Yeah, that's fine. She's just not movies and stuff anymore. Not everybody. Well, she's just... on Scream Queens, and I and I thoroughly fucking love yeah. Scream Queens. Good. I think I brought this up before on the show. You have. But uh, uh, the first season was fucking fantastic. She was great in it, and the fact that they did a second season and it's even more absurd than the first season. Uh, if if anybody listening to this podcast isn't watching scream queens they should because it is it's it's a b movie it's a b movie on tv 110 percent. it is so self-aware it's so fucking silly it's so out of control and absurd it, it, it i can't recommend it anymore if you love b movie like crazy silliness and this season has taylor lautner on it being Sweet. absurd a john stamos uh, Colton Haynes, who Sweet. was on Arrow. Sweet. Uh, there's just a bunch. Uh, Jerry O'Connell's in it for a little bit, uh, and a lot of returning cast members from the last season. But I won't say who, so because you don't know who survived and who didn't oh, from the first season if you didn't watch. That's true. So I won't. I won't give uh, give those things away. But I did say Jamie Lee Curtis, so I guess you know that she is in it. Is crossover into the second season. As Kathy Munch. Spoiler. Spoiler. One. I I spoiled one out of however many people are in the first season of that show that could have died. That's true. So, uh, yeah. Watch Screen Queens because it's fucking just ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah. It's it's, it's a good good B-horror thing, especially for this time of year. Be there or be square. Be there be square. Because this month we are doing horror movies like this movie. Virus. It was like a sci-fi horror, but still horror. Yes. It's a lot of, you know, yes, your jump scares and yes, it was. your, uh, you know, craziness and bloodiness and goriness and people dying being picked off one by one. Uh, but next episode. We're going to watch. Episode 111. We're going to watch. What was the Bruce Campbell 111. What was the movie? We're Bruce not going to watch Moontrap because right. I don't know how to find it. So one day we will get to Moontrap. Don't worry. All right. Don't worry. In, in two pre- weeks, come worry, back for Moontrap. Don't worry, you pretty little head. Would you just insult our listeners? Talking to you. Thanks for the compliment. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, uh, actually, this is a movie that I've wanted to do for a while now. And uh, I, I have the entire, all four movies in this collection. It's the uh, the Critters. Yes, films. Critters. So we're going we're gonna to watch Critters. Sounds good. Critters. Critters. Sounds like a plan. Uh, interesting story. Do you want me to save it for the episode or tell, tell you right now about Critters? You can tell people that there's an interesting story for Critters and then tell them on the Critters episode. Okay. I have an interesting story about the movie Critters from my childhood. Or, or you could just keep it to yourself. 
Jeez, that's weird. Uh, so yeah, it's depends uh, what the story is. But uh, the battle began in another galaxy. It's about to end in the Browns' backyard. Sweet critters from 1986, the year I was born. Good. That's a good. Uh, I mean, came up the year I was born. It's mainly a good year. A few blemishes, like your birth. Whoa, Labyrinth also came out that year. See, that makes up for it. Fucking rude. For your birth. Fucking rude, man. <laughs> so for B-Movie Breakdown, I'm Corey. And before I before we depart, I almost forgot, I've been releasing comics. I like to throw them out there. You put that in the intro, fuck. Put it in the intro? I can put it here. Last thing they think about. Fine, I'll talk about it in the intro. Scarable.com. I'm bringing release some comics. I'll talk about it more in the intro, which you've already heard at this point. I'm being yelled at. Check out Cyborg Nick's comic. Yeah. Scatterville. Yeah, dot com. Dot com. Okay. Dot org. No. Dot edu. Don't confuse. No, 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 no. Dot com. Scatterville dot edu. Yeah. The school Scatterville. Yeah, get an education. Come to Scatterville dot com. I like that. Now I'm done talking. I'll talk to you in the beginning that you've already heard. Be me a breakdown. It's the best of the worst. Be moved.